Welcome to the Road to Black Podcasts, brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of jiu-jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate-based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at thebjjphysio.online or follow him at the BJJ Physio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest jiu-jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting geese on the market, the most comfortable rash guards, and premium soft jiu-jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Hey, listeners, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome to the Road to Black podcast 2021. 2021. Our first episode. Yep. Yep. Happy to be here. Everybody's happy to be here and kick uh, 2020 to the curb. For sure. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, man. let's see if uh, let's see if we can make a difference this year. Man, see if I that hope number. So. See if that change in numbers means something. That's Hopefully. the big debate. Yeah. Well, at least we got to have some on. positivity and some wishful thinking, right? Yep. It is it's, nice. It, it's nice to have something new and fresh, you know? Yeah, for so sure. So it's a fresh fresh perspective on a new year. It's a good opportunity to um just create some different habits and some, you know, make some changes. Yeah, so. for sure. You see uh in in it's like you got the herd mentality too, which is good. Everyone's on the same page, ever, you know. A lot of people use this time of the year to try to improve themselves and Yeah get back to the gym. So that can be motivated to motivating too. you know, um, today was the first jujitsu class of the year for us. It's Monday today, Monday afternoon. I went train this morning and it was probably the biggest class I've seen in at least six to eight weeks. So that's awesome. Yeah. Some new faces, some, some, some old, uh, old faces that have come back in starting to get back into it. So it was, it was good to see everyone out, you know, yeah, so, you, always, you always see that. Let's hope uh, we continue that momentum, and we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I went to the went my stri- my strength gym over the weekend. It was actually on the first. What was that Friday? And it, I was like, because I had the day off, like one of my only days off of the was year. It, was it packed? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would be busy, but it was crazy. Like I almost just turned around and walked out. I almost because there was it was literally like every single machine, every space was taken. So I was like, uh, and you know, 
at my gym, it, they try to enforce the whole mask thing, but there's a lot of people like wearing it down around their neck and stuff. Yeah. And there's like a guy, I might've told you this. There's like a guy that goes around and tries to tell everyone to pull it up and people give him a hard time. And it's so unfortunate. It's like, come on, like, how are you arguing with this? Just get it, you know? Yeah. Don't it's, make this poor guy's life right, harder. Exactly. Exactly. Just doing his job. I know. They're just like getting political on them and getting all pissed off. And I'm just sitting there going, come on, it's not that hard. You know? Yeah. I wear my mask in there and it is what it is. I take it, I'll, I'll pull it down and take some breath, you know, have some, like have some, have some courage and strength and like yeah. some, some self-awareness and like care about other people around you. And, but they don't, you know, people are selfish and, no matter what your policy is on masks, if a business has or a gym has a policy, you should probably follow it. You know, like what makes you special, you know? Yeah. You know, these sure. people are the people that own the place. They're doing it for you. They're open, but you got to follow the rules to some extent. So it was slammed in there on Friday on the first. So, but I managed to work around, find some stuff to do in there. And there's yeah, always, you- there's always free weights to get after. So. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting, you know, regular gym goers, uh, you know, it's, uh, the new year is always a exercise in patience because there's always going to be new people in in there along the new year. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's going to be slammed and, um, it's, it's one of those things, you know, the new year is going to wear off and people there's, you know three, six months in, you're not going to see half as many of those people. And you'll probably, probably, probably less than half. Yeah. You know, well, you, about you know, three to six weeks, I yeah. would say not months, but if you can, <laughs> it's usually only a few weeks and, yeah. and I've been doing this for a long time. I've always went to the gym. I always see this change in the first of the year. There's always, you know, if you go to the gym a lot, the guy, the people know that there's an influx of people and yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't care. I, I usually go, I usually go early enough where it doesn't bother me, but at this, I went in like the busiest time of the day that day. And, but you know, I, I find it encouraging. I'm always, you know, it's part of my, what I do with my business at chill fit is yeah, coach people up and get them to be active. And that's the first step, you know, it's kind of the hardest one is Absolutely. get off your ass and get in the gym or do whatever you're doing. You, you know, the yoga, you know, Whatever it is, you do. I mean, it's just like jujitsu, man. Walking in the jujitsu gym is the hardest step. It's yeah, hard. absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's intimidating going in and lifting weights and mm-hmm. um or doing cardio, whatever it is. That's that's also intimidating to, to people, especially yeah, people who don't have a a history of yeah strength training. I mean, that is it's really intimidating. And you, know, I never, you I never th- even considered that because I kind of grew up. My dad was a weightlifter and I just grew up that way, but I've talked to people since and it's like, how come you don't do strength in there? They're that, that, that is their case. You know, it's like, Oh, I'm so intimidated. Everyone's in there just slamming weights around and stuff. And yep. I never considered that cause I've always been kind of knowledgeable with workouts, but it's like anything else, you know, it's, you, you gotta have to get, you, it's very hard if you don't know what you're doing and you go in and start doing a strength program. I mean, come on. It's, yeah. I mean, that's how I did it as a teenager, but you know, you learn little things and pick up things and start doing programs, but it's like everything else. You got to put in the work to prepare your workout, whether you have a personal trainer or you're going by yourself, you know, you got to know what you're doing. You got to have somewhat of a plan Yep. and uh, try to 
try to accomplish, you know, the tasks of the day or the workout of the day, you know, and then yeah. just push yourself and keep increasing that as you go. So, but it's like everything we talk about here, it's consistency. And if you wanted to find performance, uh, you know, improvements with your strength and conditioning, you got to put in the work. Yeah. You know, three weeks at the beginning of the year, ain't going to do shit. No, so, it's not. It's the long haul, you know? So, yeah, I, for, I, you know, I could be completely wrong. And if you're a listener and you have an opinion on this, feel free to shoot me a message. But, um, I, I really do firmly believe a lot of people drop out because they, uh, what they're doing in the beginning is it just is way too complex for them. Yeah. They get into some complex program and it, they are doing way, just way too much. They go from nothing to that. Just to a hundred percent. And mm-hmm. it, it's not sustainable for somebody who doesn't have a history. And I totally agree. And that, and they're making their, they're making their programs just, crazy there it's hard you know? for them yeah you know it's hard it's hard to it's hard to maintain yeah for sure well for anyone you know yeah i trust me i have my own thing going but i know in my heart i could be i could be so much better and more prepared on my workouts for strength training in fact i've been thinking about getting some type of coaching actually talking to you about getting a plan going yeah to where i'm more structured because I'm structured, but it's only in my own head and I give myself breaks. You know, I don't, I just have been doing it for so long. I don't really have like, it's just how I feel. You know, if I did some che- a heavy chest the other day and legs, maybe, you know, I'll switch it up and do a different body part. So it depends on when I'm going, but I don't have anything on paper. I'm not tracking progress. And I think as with everything, you're going to advance better and have better results if you do that, you know? Yeah. You're more, more in tune. So that's one of the, we talk about a little bit about the goal setting for the year. That's kind of one of mine. It's not to get on some strict, pro, strict program, but it's change it up a little bit. You know, I get real comfortable in the gym because I just go there all the time and do it. And what I do works for me, but I also know that you got to kind of step out of your comfort zone sometimes to get performance gains. So yeah. And, and that, that works at all levels, right? I mean, yeah. That works mm-hmm. in, you know, that's the same thing in jujitsu. If we're doing our own, we're, I mean, nine times out of 10, if we're designing our own programs or we're design, doing the uh, things that we like in jujitsu, you know, it's because we're good at them. We hate yeah. doing things that we're not good at. And, if, right. you know, I, 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 I do it. Uh, I play, a, I play half guard, you know, yeah. and the first guard that I always look for when it is half guard. I see an opening in the legs. I'm shooting into half guard, you know, and it's a comfort thing. Yeah. I think for just in, in terms of everything and a lot of, I mean, pretty much if you want to get the most out of something, it's not, it's not doing the things that you're good at or programming the right. things that you already know. It's finding the areas that you're weak in. And a lot of exactly. times, a lot of times we, uh, we don't see those areas because we don't have that another set of eyeballs that is mm-hmm. looking at us from the outside. That's why coaching is so important on the jujitsu mats. Coaching is also super important in strength training or cardio right. or whatever it is, is because um, you have another set of eyes to kind of diagnose like, mm-hmm. oh, like um, this would be a good area of improvement. And then you yeah. improve it and you can tie it in with the rest of the stuff that you're already doing, you know? Yeah. 
And it's still, that's very hard even for another coach because that coach has got his eyes or his or her eyes on a A bunch of people, people. you know, and you really have to take it. And that is so, it's so common in jujitsu to find that comfort zone, right? I mean, we've all done that and still do it, I'm sure, to some extent. I personally have to force myself to just, sometimes I'll just be like, this whole week I'm not doing this guard or I'm yeah. only going to start in this position or you have to, because you do seriously fall. I I'm better at it now, but you know, and especially when I was in a lower belt, I was just like, same thing. It was like half guard, you know, I'm just comfort zone. I just get right to it. And yeah, you know, but we all know that you, well, you know, this just from doing lessons and taking classes in jujitsu, you're going to grow because of what you're learning outside of your comfort zone period yeah. you know it's to be well-rounded you got to have you got to know it all and or no more than you know no more than what you know i guess that's the way you can put it in jujitsu because you're never going to know it all yeah. like it's never ending there's just it's so deep and complex but you know you can get to all the basic positions and but you got to make a concerted effort to do that you know whatever that is for you you know because you can't just rely on your coach to somehow say oh maybe you know maybe you need to open this start playing this type of guard over here that does happen and that's what these people do as as teachers but man you got to really have a lot of do some soul searching at sometimes to step outside of your comfort zone and, and really be able to apply that in on the jujitsu mats somehow yeah whatever it means to you whether it's I'm going to work to get to this position in this guard every time, or I'm going to start in this, you know, whether you're working on the side or you're doing drills with people, just working on a specific position, but same thing in the strength training program, you know, there's, there's certain exercises that I really don't like, but I know that I need to incorporate some of those, but you know, so sometimes I just go in and it's like, nope, I'm just going back to what I know feels better this way. And that's okay sometimes, but there has to be other times where you step outside your comfort zone. And if you don't know how to get there, that's when you have to have a conversation with your coach. I was always open with my coaches. It's like, what, what else should I be doing here? Like, yeah, what find you know, what other positions should I be learning? You know, because you can't learn you can only learn so many. There's only so many hours in classes in a week at your local jujitsu gym. So, you know, it's to go over different positions. It takes weeks and weeks to, 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 to to get through all of them you know yeah, what i mean to like absolutely. filter through all the different positions and classes and we talked about this before you might not even be addressing like the turtle guard or something obscure for months yeah maybe you don't teach that in the gym for a while you know so but you better know how to get out of it or or con- control someone when they're you know when you have them in that position yeah it's it's so interesting the parallels between strength training and I you know you and I both r- with businesses um how relatable jujitsu is to all these things and it's I think there's a quote I I don't know who said it um but it's uh when you know the way you see it in all things yeah you ever exactly. heard that yeah you know mm-hmm. it's it's For um, sure. man it's so true it is. It's so true. And uh, it just, there's so many relatable things to coaching and how to get better at something and 
commitment yeah. and consistency. I mean, and it just, it's everywhere. It's all throughout life. And so I, you know, you and I both are relate jujitsu to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, uh, I heard it before and I really like this, the way this was put, but it's, it's a jujitsu mindset. It's like this term that I've kind of been throwing around over the last six months, but that's what it is. That's exactly what you're talking about. And what that means is that jujitsu, it's like, uh, just to get through the grind and the long haul of it all, just accepting, first of all, that you, that's number one, right? And whether you're in the strength gym or you're in the jujitsu gym, you're accepting the fact that this is going to be a long road. You have to recognize that, you know, you're not going to get fast results. It's going to take some time. So that's step one is just accepting that and knowing what you're in for. But also the jujitsu mindset is basically something you build over time and it's, it's persevering through all these difficulties. It's being able to put your head down, continue to be the same, this, the same concepts we've been talking about, consistent, dedicated, um, you know, and persevering through pain and suffering, you know, to some extent, right? Yeah. Uncomfortable positions, not wanting to go to class, um, you know, grappling through times when you might not be feeling up to it. You know, you're just plowing through and putting your head down and getting the work done and accomplishing goals. So that is why people like you and I that have been doing this for years, we apply that in other aspects of our life. And that's very common for jujitsu athletes. Very common. Yeah. Like if you look at people in, well, you, you know, high level jujitsu people, look at how they operate in their outside of the gym life. It's a lot of times at the same velocity, you know, at the same 100%. speed, at the same level of commitment and other things and other aspects. That's why. Um, a lot of jujitsu athletes and jujitsu practitioners are, have, have, are business owners or entrepreneurs are yeah. self-starters, you know, they're leaders. The, you know, these are the type of qualities that whether you're in the jujitsu gym or outside in your personal life, your career, or you take that to strength training, it's, it's, it's putting your head down and doing and accepting the fact that sometimes it's going to suck. But you're laying it for the long haul and you're looking for the long-term results. And that goes with everything. And that's why we always, you know, I always say, well, it's benefited me in so many ways in my life. Well, that's what it is. It's a, it's a mindset you develop and a, you know, it's a strength that you develop uh, of having a strong, committed mind, you know, and not being weak when it's time to go to the class and you'd rather go do this and maybe yeah, I'll just go get a beer with my buddies instead, or I'm in, I'm supposed to wake up and nah, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and go train at the gym. You know, I'm going to go, I'm supposed to do my strength training today and lift this, this, no, I'll, I'll just go tomorrow. You know, that's yeah. just not, honestly, that's really not in the wheelhouse. Those, those type of people that are like that aren't going to succeed in these endeavors. You know, it's just, it's just, that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's the mindset of the grind. So this conversation is, I mean, we're, we're going down this road, but I, I actually have a question for you because I'm sitting here thinking about some of my personal goals. And, um, as the new year goes along and people, as I don't want to say burnout, but as we start to 
know that our goal achievement is taking longer than what what we want it to and the patience that it comes along with uh achieving even short and long-term goals Mm -hmm. um sometimes the the tendency is to have any have some maybe some negative self-talk this is something i've been like thinking a lot about yeah um i've actually been posting a bunch about it on uh, a twitter account Mm -hmm. that i have about negative self-talk and um addressing it and mending that relationship internally but do you do anything do you like call out negative self-talk or do you how do you uh do you do anything or have any routines about like when you're not getting as there as fast or where you want to be or you see things kind of shifting or going in a different direction and you don't necessarily like it is do you have any sort of Um, I usually just, yes, I do. I don't have a lot of that. I don't have a lot of negative. I, because I've just, um, kind of developed basically a chill attitude about things. I, I always am very realistic on like how long things are going to take or what, you know, what, what the overall picture is. So if you're talking about jujitsu, like my whole thing is that I, I just, at this point in my life, you have to enjoy life. Like, I, I mean, call it a midlife crisis or whatever you want to call it. I'm 46 years old. And I realize that it's all of it is about the journey. It's not about the destination. Like yeah. if you work your ass off, I used to work in a big business and I would watch people work their entire lives at this place just so they can retire and die within five years. And I'm not in kidding you. I know several people that were in this boat. Where you know their their whole life is wrapped around their business or their work, and and I'm saying a work a job maybe that they don't have a lot of passion for. You know, I'm going to my nine to five. I'm just putting in the work for the man. I'm doing my work. Um, so after seeing that, it really it really made me open my eyes, and that's actually why I left that world and that company is because I realized I was like, I can work here for twenty more years and retire with some fat paychecks and sit on a beach somewhere if I want. But is that, what am I going to do for these 20 years? You know, is that fulfilling? You know, that's very common for people, you know, that aren't in our boat now. You know, if you're not an entrepreneur and you're not doing your own thing, now don't get me wrong, you might have a nine to five that you love and you're an engineer and this is what you do and you love it. There's nothing wrong with that. But I know working in a big business with six plus thousand people, I knew many, 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 many people hundreds of relationships, a lot of people were miserable and they were really looking towards, I'm talking, they would talk about it. I only got 12 more years, 12 more years and it's over. It's like, man. So I learned that years ago. And for me, I just approach everything with that. Now that means, look, do I have goals and when I want to get my black belt in jujitsu and how long I want this to take? Yeah, but I don't have control of that. What what can I control? I can control that I can be consistent and I can keep showing up and I can't take breaks. And then what's going to happen? I'm going to learn all the knowledge. I'm going to be respected. My teachers and professors are going to see that I'm putting in the work and eventually I'll progress. That's it. But I have to, you have to enjoy the ride as it goes. And so same thing with business. And that can be the most frustrating because 
you can have negative self-talk and I need to, you know, I, I need to, I'm not doing this or I'm not at the goals. I'm not getting the sales. I'm not getting the followers, all that stuff. But again, you got to step back and just say, not everybody's path is different. What else can you do? That's my point is like, you can sit here and stress about it all day, but as long as you know that you're putting in honest work and an honest attempt and approach at it, you got to just accept that and and say, Hey, it's, we got to enjoy the ride too. You know, like with my apparel company, I would much I would like to be in the position of some bigger companies out there, but it's, it's literally in my position having, you know, having a very small operation, it's not possible right now. So can it be? Yes, but you have to set goals to get to that point, but I can't have unrealistic expectations because I'll just continue to let myself down, you know? So I'm just enjoying it as we go. And like I said before, my whole thing is I try to look down longer term Maybe not a long-term goal, but I always try to envision where I want to be more realistic, almost like too realistic, almost like too easy, you know, like let's, I'm a brown belt. Let's say right now I say, oh, well in 10 years, let, let's just, and it's not going to take me this long to get my black belt, but let's just say I'll, I'll make a 10 year. I'm envisioning down the road, 10 years. I'm going to have an apparel company, hopefully it's successful. We have this podcast going. I'm going to be a black belt. These are the type of goals that are very loose, but at least I know I can accomplish that if I keep putting in the work Mm. because I have that. I just, now this is just me talking. I have that drive. I don't struggle with, I I couldn't even do jujitsu if it was once in a while. I don't know how people do that, you know, because for me to, to retain the knowledge and could, I have to, every, every endeavor I do, I want to progress and get better. So to do that, you just have to know. I mean, we all know that if, you, if you've ever tried anything hard, you know that you have to put the work in, no matter what. If you've ever had any type of education or anything, you know, that's probably where it all started. It was when I was getting my degree, you know? Yeah. And, and <laughs> that was tough. You know, I knew there was going to be tons of work and I hated it and I just didn't want to go to school. And, but at the time that was going to help me in my career and it did. And, uh, I did it, you know, so it's discipline. That's what it is. And, but you have to have, you got to have fun while you're doing it. So I always try yeah. to like, try to enjoy the ride, you know, because that's what it's all about. You, you, you put unrealistic expectations on yourself. You're going to be miserable. Yep. I agree. So I agree. That's how I deal with it. I just, I'm, I'm realistic and I'm like, I try not to dwell on it. If that makes sense. I'm like, it'll, it'll come. I just have that optimism, you know, it'll come if I just, but it's not going to come if I don't put the work in. Yeah. I I can say that because I know I'm consistent and I have a routine and no matter what it is, you know? Yeah. And and we all don't get me wrong. We all slough off, slough off and you go in peaks and valleys and sometimes you're riding a, you're riding a high wave and you're, you're killing it, you know, whether, whatever your business is, you're signing new clients, you're making sales. And then there's this dips and you're like, I should be doing like I did last month. I'm yep. sketching. This isn't as good. Yep. You know, it's just, it'll level out, you know, and it's, it's like everything. And, and all most, I mean, you hear all kinds of guys, people talking about it, whether you're an entrepreneur or a business person, Rogan talks about it all the time in terms of comedy. It's like 10 years to get good at something, you know, oh, yeah. that's, that's because you got to put the work in. It's takes yep. that long to develop these skills. You know, you don't have, you're not working on it 24 seven. 
you know, and that, cause that's not realistic. So I try to fit everything I do in, into my life and then go from there. And this podcast is a per- perfect example. Cause you and I have had, we had talks to start and I was, a, I'll be honest, I was a little hesitant because I'm very busy. Mm-hmm. So part of the issue that you and I worked out is how are we going to both of us together fit this into our busy lives and share in the responsibilities and move forward so that in, in, a, in a realistic, and we talked about this, have realistic expectations. This is a perfect example, you know, and here we are, we're podcast number 13. We're just going through it and this is what we're doing. You know, we got our methods down and it's just only going to get better from here. Now we can yeah. start developing and, and we're literally in our first four months, you know, yeah. pat ourselves on the back for that. You always got to reward yourself too. And don't, don't forget about these accomplishments, no matter what you're doing. That's a hard thing for people to do because you yeah. get wrapped up so much in the minutia the and get, mm-hmm. you get into the, you get stuck in the weeds with yes. the things that you're doing that you, you can only see what is immediately in front of you. Right. And you have to be able to kind of in an odd way, pull yourself out and realize like, oh man, like I've done this. I'm, I actually am. I actually am meeting goals. I don't yeah. feel like I'm meeting goals, but that's because I'm like stuck in the middle of it. And exactly, I am, you know, but, you know, I posted recently about celebrating small victories and I just can't be, a, I can't overstate that enough, how important s- celebrating small, it like micro victories. I mean, yep. things in the day, things in the week. Um, you know, I had a guy, you know, it was funny. I had a, uh, I posted that because I got off of a call with a a client who, um, we, we went over this months ago. Um, and I'll not, I won't tell his story, but he had, um, just a lot of things going on. And, um, I told I I I literally coached him to find things to celebrate and then you know his two workouts tur- a week turned into three workouts a week turned into four workouts a week turned into making a habit turned into consistency turned yeah. into him being able to get back to jiu-jitsu and actually function and do the things mm-hmm. he needs to do and get over some fears about lifting and um just and you know, he had this mindset and he, you know, he told me specifically, he had this mindset as if I'm not previously, if, if I'm not a hundred percent, I'm at no percent. So it's like this black or white. If I'm right. not here, I'm there. If I'm haven't done. And I, I went down this thing with him of, we have to almost, almost hack your mindset and I want you to like find little bitty things throughout the week to yeah. celebrate as far as what you're, what you're trying to achieve. Because if, you know, if you're, let's take getting back into a strength gym, if you're, especially this time of year, man, people like to turn their entire lives upside down. I mean, they're trying to go to the gym five days a week. They're trying to uh, they're trying to completely flip their diet on its head. They're trying to wake up at four in the morning, like Jocko. Yeah. They're trying to, 
I mean, they're turning their entire lives upside down. It's a down lot to take it, on. It, it's it, it's entirely too much. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like, okay, let's, you know, you have to almost, you know, you have to build up to those things where, For sure. okay, let's, let's just do, a, let's just do two days a week in the gym. Yeah. You know, that's yep. completely achievable. 45 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have to gradually build. But right now what we're seeing and kind of what we were talking about earlier, uh, we're seeing all these new people and I hope everybody stays with it, you know, stays yeah. in the gym, but gotta people be realistic. Won't. You gotta yeah. be realistic. People won't. And so, um, you know, making those small changes, building a, a small habit and then building on things gradually is how people are going to achieve yeah, long-term behavior. Sure. Behavior change is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Behavior change is really, really, really hard. If you set two classes and you go on, you know, whatever it is, two times at the gym, two times at the academy, you go two times. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> if you only want to do one, go one. Don't not yeah. do it. That's, yes. that's what I always tell people that are starting out. It's like, first of all, that's not realistic. I hear it a lot at Chill Fit. You know, people trying to lose weight or, or whatever they're doing, there's something too drastic. It's like, no, it's too drastic. You won't. St- I've seen it dozens of times with yeah. family, by the way, with family members as well. Um, it has to be realistic. You know, if you're on a terrible diet, let's try cutting out some carbs first. Do you know what carbs are? You know, it's like, yeah. that's the question number one. Cause a lot of people don't understand even simple things like that. But then you see them and they're trying to do all this crazy dieting. You know, it's like, you're not going to be able to stick with that and cook all these special meals. Let's yep. take it slow. So, but the small victory thing, I think it, I mean, it's, it's, great that you recognize that and you can coach somebody on that because it's so critical like yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at you know yeah you have to appreciate the process and enjoy the journey and 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 celebrate those those little victories i mean i do it all the time still i i really do use that part that part is almost like a uh it's not something i sit here and think about but i always do at least try to pat myself on the bat on small victories you know no matter what it is, if we're, you know, it could be dealing with a difficult contract at work or, or putting out a new gi on time, you know, yeah. or having people buy my gi or having someone post it on Instagram or something. It's like, hey, I made that, you know, and, and really, you know, it's something that is more common now because more people are, and I'm just using my apparel company as an example, but. I saw a picture on at some gym today and I don't even know who the person was rolling and they're wearing one of my newest skis. I'm like, that is cool. That's way you know? cool. I don't even know who this person is. Like, um, that's way cool. Yeah. And it's like that, that was a, like a little, I, I kind of celebrated it a little bit because it's like, man, I did that, you know, yeah. I, I got there. And um, you can't lose sight of that just because you want to be the biggest and the baddest on the block. Like, no. Like enjoy the little victories. Yeah. And honestly, like you said, to do like a behavioral change, the the biggest behavior change I've ever done in my life was to get out of a negative uh, habit, which I was severely, severely addicted to nicotine for 23 years. So I struggled with this like a huge part of my life. I chewed tobacco since I was 18. And I chewed like a can a day. So it was like a, just a real heavy habit. Like always, yeah. like every few hours I had a dip in my mouth 
Everything I did, every meal for 20-something years, after every meal, I'd have a dip. If I'm going to a ball game, it had to be a dip. You know, it was just such a habit. And to me, it was like, oh, I'll never be able to stop this you know, for many years. I tried, I'd quit, I'd throw it down the toilet just to find myself at the convenience store 20 minutes later, getting another can. That's, that's the, the evil part of those addictions. And that's why cigarette smoking is so addictive. And same thing, like it's, yeah. I've never smoked cigarettes, but you know, it's a, nic- it's a nicotine and it, that just everything they put in that stuff is so addictive. My point was though, for I'm talking, I must have tried to seriously quit at least a dozen times over all those years. I knew it was bad for me. I, it, it was affecting, I, I was starting to freak out about like having my lip, having issues and stuff, like really serious stuff, you know? It was so powerful, I just kept doing it. But that this exact thing what we're talking about is how I finally beat the beat that bad habit is that I I always just like tried to quit. Well, I always would just try to either slow it down. I'm only gonna do this this much. So I was always accepting it, you know. I'm not gonna chew a can, I'll go half a can. And then I'll get down finally to like one dip a day. I did that a bunch of times. Then you'd go out and you drink with my friends or go to the ball game and I have like all afternoon, I'd be chewing tobacco and I'd just blow it right out of the water. So just a real, I didn't, I mean, I can't overstate it. It's a really tough struggle. Like I can really relate with people that are, yeah, it's a powerful drug to be addicted it to, is. honestly, bad. I mean, and cigarettes in general used to be a huge part of American society. Huge. Like everyone yeah. used to smoke and that's why people died earlier. You know, yeah. everyone smoked. So at least that's making I mean, now there's vape, but at least you don't see as much cigarette smoking. But finally, you know what I did to quit is I planned a trip to Southern California with my lady. And I said, and this was now going on probably, I don't even know, seven years ago, six, seven years ago is when I quit. And um, I said, we're going to, we're going to California. We got a nice place. I said, here's the deal. You can't let me out of your sight and you cannot let me go to the store or buy any tobacco. And we were going for like three or four days. So I just knew that if I could get through those three days that I could, that was a small victory. And I knew that going in, I was like, I'm going to take this as little, little victories. And it's the only way I'll be able to do it. And I'm telling you, dude, every single day was such a struggle for, I'm talking yeah. like probably like three or four months straight every day was a struggle and every day i would try to just congratulate and it would be hard i'd i'd try to congratulate myself and win, get those little small victories but that's what got me through because i just every day i would be like okay i didn't do it today and i really had to recognize that that was a huge win because after you do something for that many years as a habit it's hard to explain to people how hard that is to break yeah just the habit of having some that that smoke in your hand or the or the dip in your lip it's so ingrained like literally 20 something years every day like crazy you know yeah but that that is like when you're talking about small victories that is the one thing that i so you can do it what i'm saying is that was to get out of a negative habit a bad habit you can do the same type of thing and force yourself into good habits yeah and long term great habits and great, uh, you know, just having good well-being, you know, no matter what yeah. you're doing, whether it's the, the you know, it's, we're talking about making goals for the new year. What are we talking about here? You know, 
whether you have a business goal or a health, a life lifestyle goal for life, you know, you want to be healthy. You want to eat right and to get some exercise in whatever that means to for you. Yeah. Obviously people listening here, we're going to talk in a lot of jujitsu, but I know plenty of people could just afford to get off the couch and get yeah. a walk in every day. Go take a walk. Yeah. Like I have friends and people that just are, they're at the point where they're not even doing that anymore. I know. It's like, you know, you talk about your physical health, but that's a mental, that's going to that, affect yeah. your mental health. 100%. Yeah. The other thing that the, you know, the other aspect to that of all the behavior change and creating small little things that you can do is, um, thinking about it in terms of trust, um, by doing small things, you're, you're actually creating trust with yourself that you can do them and that yeah. you will do them. Yeah. So you go to the gym, boom, boom, boom. The first time that you don't go, you, you have to think of it as if you're, I broke trust with myself. And once that trust is broken, it becomes a lot easier to break that trust over and over again Right. to yeah. the point where, um, it's almost okay to do that. And you don't, you actually don't trust yourself going forward that you're going to complete the things that you say that mm -hmm. you do you have no confidence no confidence yeah so and that's why having those small little things you have to it's another little kind of performance hack is creating trust with yourself again because mm -hmm. especially if if you got off the rails in 2020 um like a lot of people did and and to no fault of their own you know with covid and gyms locking down and jujitsu schools closing and Staying in the house, staying, staying in the house and isolating. We, you know, all, all of it, you know? And so now we're to the point where it, we have to rethink the strategies going forward and recreate trust with ourselves to do the things that we're going to tell ourselves to do, whether it's go to the jujitsu gym, go to the academy. I'm going to go, I'm just going to take my dogs for a walk. Mm -hmm. today you know or i'm gonna whatever it is um is creating trust with yourself that i'm going to do them and that if i don't that is not okay and right. you have to find that again and keep keep working on creating trust with yourself and not yeah not m making sure that it doesn't become okay to continue exactly. to break break that trust with yourself Good. You got to learn how to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Cuz nobody yeah. else can do it, you know. Yeah. That's what you have to just learn and it, it applies over everything in life. You know, what I mean. Yeah. Any good and bad behaviors both, you know, you got to hold yourself accountable and and understand what and you do, you know, we all I think we all learn that as we grow older, you know. Um yeah. as we know, you know, I have teenagers and they learn lessons in accountability, you know. Through, through their own getting through life, right? I mean, that's part of growing up is you, you got to be accountable. You know, your first job, whatever it is, you know, you can't just be showing up late and not coming into to work on your third day of work. Yeah. You know, your jujitsu class, you can't come to late every, every day and disrespect your training partners and your yeah. coaches just because you didn't want to get up on time or you were sitting around the house and didn't get ready and plan your day in time. So- Accountability is huge, but it's all on you, you know. Yeah, and that's that's really what the struggle is with the New Year's resolution. That, that's know? that's the struggle 
personal accountability. That's a struggle for every goal. You know, yeah. it's, um, is the accountability factor. Yeah. You know, the accountability is just, it's just huge. So if, if you're trying to set a goal and you don't, you're not having good luck being accountable with yourself, have a friend or a family member or, mm-hmm. or a coach or a spouse or somebody that can help you stay accountable to the things that you say that you're going to do. I mean, uh, it, it, that the accountability is a big, big piece yeah. to, to any sort of goal setting. I think you can help yourself out. You know, if you're, if you're looking to make some new goals and you're a listener, well, no matter what the goals, you know, we have listeners that are black belts and listeners that are white belts. So yep. everyone's going to have different, different goals. But first of all, no matter the goal, make it, you know, know that you have to be accountable. Step one, you have to hold yourself accountable. So don't make it so hard, make yep. it attainable. Yep. You know, that's the first step. And maybe make it a step-by-step process or a stepped yep. a stepped approach, meaning first three months, I'm going to start get, going back to class. Let's say, yeah. well, let's talk jujitsu. Going to start going back to class. I'm really busy right now. I can only do two days. No problem. Do not compromise on those two days. In three yep. months, how many classes are you going to have? You're going to have about 48 classes or whatever it is, two days a week. That's great. Pat yourself on the back. You're three months in. Could you have gotten more? You probably you could have gotten double. Maybe you did. Du- Maybe you used to go four days back in the day, or you were able to. We talk about this also. Life changes, yep. but have a realistic goal, and then at that point readdress it. And then you can say, "I'll add another class here." And I'm just using jujitsu as an example. If it's a diet, hey, I'm going to cut out bread. I eat a lot of sandwiches. I'm just going to cut out bread for the next two months. Or here's a big one. And I always see this one and I told people this and they're shocked that it works. Cut out, if you're a soda drinker and you drink regular soda with sugar, yep. cut that out for two months and watch 10 pounds fade away Melt quickly. Off. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, and it's like, now apply that in other, you know, keep going yeah. with it, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm obviously, I think we, when it's, it's not just my opinion, we're a society that eats way too many carbs and that's why we are. An overweight society, but I'm just using that as an example. Whatever, whatever it might be, you know, whatever your your hangup is, but baby steps, like attainable goals. So then you can actually reward yourself and pat yourself on the back. You know, if it's uh, I'm going to be strict. I'm just going to I'm going to eat super clean. I'm going to go. You know, I hear people say I'm going to go and get on like a keto diet. I usually say, well, let's. Take this, kick it back a little. How about a low carb diet first? Do you know how hard it is to be on a keto diet and how much food prep you have to do? Because there's not easily, you can't just go out and get an easy keto food everywhere, you know? But my point is, is start slow, start easy and and get those little rewards. It goes back to rewarding yourself or patting yourself on the back, these little small victories and go from there. And once you get in that mode, I'm in three months now. I'm not drinking soda. Boom. I'm feeling great. I lost some weight. Let's keep that one. You've already, you're beyond that one now. Don't fall yeah. back into that. That one, you don't have to worry about anymore because you're already doing it. You're, it's part of your new healthy habit. So let's move on to the next thing. Let's take something else out or whatever it is. I'm just using these examples. If it's yeah. jujitsu, I'm adding this in. Now after six months, I'm back up to three, four classes a week. I'm feeling great. Well, 
Now what? Are you going to maybe focus on your game a little? Yeah. If, if you need some more study or you need to change it up, or maybe your physicality needs to be improved. You're back to class, but you're still not feeling like I could, I could maybe, you know, be moving a little bit better. Let's add another little goal in. But to set them all at the beginning of the year, like you were saying before, then try to, uh, you know, address every one of them or address a big chunk, that's really difficult. It's so hard to do. You, you got to ease your way into it. And, and that's, you know, I was talking to you before the podcast um, a little bit about this as well. It's just, you know, I have some goals. They're, they're not, they're loose, you know, they're just loose. I just have some targets and I want to start eating better and, you know, but I have to at least hold myself accountable for that. So today was like my first kind of day doing that. I'm like, okay, I'm, this is the way I'm going to eat today. And, and that's just baby steps, you know? Yeah. It's like <laughs> tomorrow I got to do it again and again and again until it becomes habit. So it's, it's really tough, especially if you're on your own, you don't have a lot of coaching or support. You got to take it upon yourself. And here, here's the other thing is that you got to make it fun. That's yeah. why a lot of these people fail, especially at the gym and the diet thing, because the gym, it's one, you know, if, and it's hard. If you go to a strength training gym, how go get it. Try to do this with a friend or something. That's yeah. number one. Cause we talked about this before you're at strength, you're at the strength gym, you're at whatever it is, mountainside fitness, and you're going, you're by yourself for the most part. So you have to be very self-motivated, you know, you're not talking to anyone. Maybe you're new at weights. You're not really, yep. this isn't fun. It's more of a struggle and it sucks. Mm -hmm. At least with jujitsu, when the suck comes, you have somebody there to suck with. Yeah. It's more, it's, <laughs> you know, it's more, it's like a community of suck, you know, yeah, it's more sure. social. It's more social. So that's a, another huge part about jujitsu is such a social part of it. Like, that's why we're all drawn to each other that we have these same likes. The, for me, the strength gym isn't the same. Now, don't get me wrong. There's people in there that there's dudes in there that, three, four guys are always working out together. That's great. I don't have that there just because yeah. that's just not my vibe. I like to go and just do my own thing. But if you're new and you're starting out, no matter what it is, it could be that it could be jujitsu. You know, if you're, if you're new and you're listening to this and you've only taken a couple classes or maybe you haven't even started yet, but you're interested, find a place that you fit in and that you're happy and that you can see yourself excelling and having fun. Who wants to go and try to get their black belt for 10 years and not have fun and be in a shitty environment? Because those do exist. You know, you can be in those. Ex it happens. Um, and what's good for one person might not be for another. So yeah. you got to shop around no matter what you're doing. If it's a diet, same thing. Don't go something so hard where it's going to suck and you're going to not even want to eater or anything like there's yeah. ways to lose weight and be strict and enjoy your food 100 percent. yeah you just it, you have to change i went i went we did keto for a couple of years ago we did it for a whole year man by the time i was i i felt good first of all but at first it was like oh man this is hard to make these different things and what pizza with no bread and crust what cauliflower pizza what or we just make there's ways to make pizzas with just cheese like yep. literally cheese and sauce Dude, by the by the time of end of it, everything was delicious because I we got into the mode and it was just different at first. So it seemed 
like it was going to suck or it seemed not as enjoyable. But in the end, it's all what you're used to. We're just, in terms of diet, we're just fed this high fructose corn syrup and everything. So everything is an ultra sweet, addictive taste, even bread. Even Try finding bread. bread without it. You I know? know. So, but that's what I'm saying. If you can change those habits, and I know people have done the same thing, and this could be maybe you're just going vegan or vegetarian. But if you can find good things to eat, it's much more easy to make that transition, right? 100%. I mean, that if it's enjoyable. So, but you have to work at that. You can't just say, ah, I've been going to jujitsu for six months. It sucks. I just, I'm not, no, I'm not relating with anyone in there. I'm not having fun. Yeah, they teach the lessons, but it's just not enjoyable. It's like, well, maybe you should switch it up. You know, there is a little thing on social media going around today. First, I saw it on Henner Gracie's Instagram, and then one of the BJJ news outlets reposted it. It was a guy that asked a question on his on his Instagram, and he said, or on his story or whatever it was, but he was asking Henner, "Yeah, I've been at this jujitsu gym." for a while and I just feel like I'm getting smashed all the time and I'm not I'm not a competitive it seems like a competitive school and basically this person was just having a terrible time a terrible experience with jujitsu and then the discussion got into you know Henner was basically saying that in his opinion that's not a good place to be like he's of the opinion that the academy should be for everyone no matter what your goals are and your strengths, and that's up to the gym owner to you know establish that environment, and that's his own deal. Now, someone else might not think that way, but that's my point. Yeah, you know, we have great experience with jujitsu. Not everybody's like that. So, imagine if you're just getting into jujitsu and then you really don't even like to go, or or you're not enjoying it that much because the vibe last. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's just not going to last. So, make and, it, and on know. top of that, I mean, it's. The thing is, is that anything that that person, if they have an experience with somebody who's potentially going to get into jujitsu as well, they're going to say, oh, I tried that. I tried that and it sucked. A hundred percent. I tried, yeah. you know, so I've heard, then, I've heard people that have said, like, yeah, yeah they sure. told me that. Um, that kind of boggles my mind, but it makes you think, you know, everyone's experience is not the same. <laughs> go back to you know? our gym culture right. uh yeah. gym, so. gym culture uh and it and, it, and it, you know to be honest it doesn't even have to be that it's over there it's bad like yeah a perfect example of that is 10th planet it's just different yeah it's just different so one person might not like that environment and might not you know versus training in a different school or in the gi or a different program so it's not always that they're both bad but you just have to find what works for you yeah. And that that's what I'm saying. And I think I have tried to apply that as going back to the start of this conversation to everything. Even business, you know. It's going to take a long time. You're in it for the long haul and you have some long-term goals, but man, you better enjoy the ride or as you're going along or what what are you what are you doing, you know? Yeah. What's it all for? So Yeah, I know I'm, you know, we've t I think we talked maybe uh, last episode about self some we've been going hard on self-study but uh some different online training programs and i'm almost there i'm almost about to pull the trigger i'm kind of um <laughs> yeah you've been reviewing some? you know yeah i'm gonna be doing some because uh well i've been doing a lot of teaching i've been my, my training has just been phenomenal i am like so happy with my training situation i'm probably gonna expand my mats here pretty soon nice um, so, uh, 
you know, got a good training environment. I'm probably going to add one or two more people to my training room and, um, get, expand my mats, but I've been doing some teaching and, um, but you know, I'm, I'm going to be getting some online coaching soon, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm also looking to do, uh, one of those online academies as well. Yeah. Nice. So that's, that's some of the stuff that I'm, you know, those are goals for me is get better at my teaching skills, get better at how I communicate, how to apply different techniques. You know, I know my jujitsu game right now is evolving. It's so strange. Like, um, you know, it's not half, it's not so much half guard. It's underhooks. It's I'm finding underhooks in different spots. Yeah. Um, really finding areas to, so that's one of my goals is to expand. I really, really, I mean, it's a small detail of jujitsu. I mean, yeah, that's how, that's how I guess minute, that's how micro I'm going right now with my goals in jujitsu is I'm literally trying to take one little thing such as an underhook and winning an underhook battle and apply it in, in new areas and finding new places that I can apply underhooks. Yeah. Um, and so I'm looking for, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a fun, it's been a fun thing to kind of work through, Mm -hmm. but now I'm starting to, you know, I want to get some, obviously I want to get more coaching, but I also want to get, uh, get into one of those online communities and see how, or one of those online programs and see how some of these other people are applying it, you know? So yeah, for sure. See what, see what they're doing. So I'm really excited, man. I'm, I'm super pumped with jujitsu, man. Like things are really. That's great. I couldn't couldn't be happier with where jujitsu is going for me. You know why? Because it's in your life. Yeah, man. I, I know, I (laughs) know. know it's, um, for I mean, sure. That's what it is. It's amazing. It's, yeah. It's amazing. And you're and doing it again. It's different. In, it's different than you did it a year ago. You're 100%. in a different environment, but you're doing it. And that's the yeah. beauty of it. And just you focusing on that little tweak on how, on the underhook. That's big. It might be so minute to other people, but for you, it, it's a huge study opportunity. Yeah. And when you do these little study opportunities and you focus at that level, it it not only helps you learn that, what you're trying to learn, but it helps you learn how to learn. You yeah. know, it helps you develop the discipline to go that extra step and to learn those extra. You start realizing that, oh, I have to go this deep with everything. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, yeah, when you realize that you can keep going deeper is when that's kind of the beauty of it. It opens up and it's like, oh, here's a whole new avenue that I never took before. And yeah. that is, again is applies to both jujitsu and outside, whether it's business or whatever, you know, it's, you know, what it is, is you're putting in the extra effort. You're already doing the, the status quo. You're already doing, you're, you're a very disciplined person. You're a business owner. You're consistent, all that. But now you're taking that next step. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be a first step, you know? To make a goal. Yep. It can, it can be the next step. And that's, yeah, that's man. exactly what I'm doing. I'm in a, very much the same boat. I told you today, the class was big today. Super. It was just fun, fun to see everyone. Great. 
I mean, it's fun. Jiu-jitsu is great. We love it. But, you know, I got to, I have high standards for myself. So I've also been teaching a little bit. So that alone has made me just ultra focused on the the lessons that I'm sharing with people, how to communicate it. And really when you do those types of things, and you don't have to be a teacher to do this, but just the deep study, it, it really helps you focus on the details, the small details, you know? And I've talked about, we've talked about this before, where you might miss that detail in class, but if you have a video or you're online and you're doing the work, doing due diligence and, and studying, you're going to see all these little details because you can rewind it, you can watch it again, you know, and then you have to hold yourself accountable to incorporate that and put it on the mat, right? Yep. And, and figure out how to put it on the mat. Like it's a, it's a lot of work to do all that, you know? Absolutely. It's, and it's all for leisure. For, I mean, a lot of it, it's for your mental health. It's for growing yeah. as a person, you know? You're not getting paid. I, for as far as I know, you're not getting paid to teach anyone to learn no. these extra things to share with people, but it's something that you enjoy doing. So that's great, man. I'm glad to hear that. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the case when I talked to you six months ago. And yeah. what your opportunities were and what your outlook was for jujitsu. And, you know, you were actually pretty down about it. So it's, there we go. It's five, six months later, look where we're at. And it's because you put in the work and, you know, you were dedicated and you kind of set this, you adapted. You, that's what it is in your case. Yeah. In this case, I, I mean, I, 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 I can't. Uh, man, I just wish this for, for everybody that, um, it's just, and be, being flexible, being flexible and being yeah. adaptable. I mean, yeah, not to, not, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but man, we're, I mean, we're seeing it all the time. I mean, we're even here in the U S and internationally, man, people are still in different phases of lockdowns and yeah training. I mean, we have uh a friend of ours um i mean he's a he's a new black belt and he hasn't trained in like 10 months wow you know and um you know so it's like <laughs> yeah man you know it's, so and, it's and that's uh, that's his own personal choice cuz he could yeah. train in the UK there's no training i know unless you're doing it underground like unless you're behind the scenes somehow but literally the gyms have not opened Jiu-jitsu gyms have not opened in the UK since March. Um, California, I'm sure right now, it's they're probably on the hush-hush if they are open, you know. As you know, Colorado, there's yep. plenty of states that are not in that mode. So it's crazy times, but, you know, we beat it. We beat that one pretty good in terms of, yeah. you know, you got to just do what you got to do. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you got to get it done. Yep. And and if that means not training, that's fine. You know, that's Absolutely. It's your own personal choice. But yep. um, we've tried to share as much options, as many different ways to get around the lockdowns as we could. But again, let's hope that 2021 is brings us a new year. And Absolutely. Some of these vaccines start taking hold and um, the overall situation starts to ease up and we can get back to what we're doing, you know, and yep. Living the dream, you know. Yep. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, yeah, I. I think 
for me personally, man, 2020, it ended really well. That's you know, good. I finished it out, finished out 2020 really strong and going it's into the- 21, 20, 2021 feeling, feeling great. Good. Feeling, got some good uh, momentum going. Yeah. got great momentum and, um, you know, pumped. pumped. Awesome. Excited. I feel you, bro. Happy for you. I'm in the same boat. I'm looking forward to a good 2021. I guess we could just basically tell our listeners, you know, this is a goal setting episode, so better get on it. No matter what it is, you know, and and it doesn't have to be anything drastic. It could be a slight change in your game, you know, Yeah. make it, make it realistic and step back and figure out a way to incorporate it where you're not going to fail and you're not, you're, you know, you're going to hold yourself accountable and you'll be surprised what you can get done. You know, we're, none of us are perfect. And as strong as I like to think my mind is and dedicated, others, I still slough off and I have my down, my yep. low times and my weak points where I'm beating myself up or I'm not being, not holding myself accountable plenty of times. But if you can make most of the time, 80% of being on that, that straight narrow path, you're going to be much better off. You yeah. Know? You'll be more consistent and then you'll start holding yourself accountable because it feels good. It does. It feels feels really good. So get out there and accomplish goals, guys and gals. Set some goals. If you want to share some of those with us, shoot us a DM. If you have any ideas for some shows or some topics you want to talk about, let us know. Um, Follow us at The Road to Black Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. TheRoadToBlack.com. You can find our all of our uh, uh, episodes there, as well as on your favorite podcast platform. Otherwise, we got some good, exciting we things have- we're planning for 2021, and we're gonna we'll share those with you shortly. But want to get back on here and make sure we're all okay in 2021. And that's right, living the dream, everybody. Checking and- in and saying hello and good luck. And uh, anything else, Wes? I got nothing, man. Happy, uh, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, and um, really looking forward to growing with everybody in 21. All right. Let's have a big year, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors, the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes. He'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level therapy, performance, the BJJ Physio. Also, Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the latest styles, Jiu-Jitsu, casual wear, training gear. Check them out, RollUnion.com. Follow on Instagram, at RollUnion. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time.